Welcome to Millennial Sex, True Stories Podcast. I'm your host, the Professor Double X, and I'm in the bedroom tonight. So it's been a long time, and I shouldn't have left you for so long. But, you know, nothing was going on, and I was having me time. It was me time. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed um, some of the other 65 or so podcasts on Millennial Sex True Stories podcast. The next person that I intend to interview, and I'm like incredibly excited to meet this woman. This woman is somebody that I've been following on Instagram, and she's basically a like powerhouse, like body lifter. Um, like she's in amazing, like competitive fitness, like bodybuilding shape, uh, but she's, um, really sexy and feminine and she's a sex worker. So, and she's a black woman and I just like, and she just is really different. So I, I can't wait to talk to her and just, you know, see what her life is like, um, in this really unique position because she doesn't remind me of anyone that I've ever seen before. And there's just something really different and interesting about her in addition to her lifestyle, which is interesting. That's who's coming up for today. First, I want to give a shout out to people who wrote to me in the last month or so. Um, so, uh, shout out to Ronaldo, Adrian, and TJ. Thanks for your messages um, at millennialsex <clears throat> at gmail.com. I uh, just want to remind everybody that you can send me a voicemail or um, an email or, or a text, um, millennialsex at gmail.com or 917-410-0348. If you write to me and you tell me a funny sex story that happened to you, there's a possibility that I could share it here on the podcast. Let's see. Let's start with me and what I've been doing. Well, guys, uh, ever since like the last couple months, I mean, I've been back in New York and, you know, I've been doing my thing, obviously. It's been cool. They built like these kind of like gazebo things that they're allowed to put in the parking lanes, so restaurants are basically being served in their own little private um, patio gazebo thingy in the street, and and they put like plants on it and stuff to make it more warm and comfy. But it's kind of a cool vibe. I'm not against it. So that's been going on. So everyone's kind of just been like chill and hanging out. The city's not full, but people are here. Um, I went on like a round of dates like a month or two, a a couple months ago, Um, and there was one guy, unfortunately, that I ghosted after a few dates. He was really nice, and he was super nice to me, and I just wasn't feeling it. He smoked. He smoked, and then he like smoked like cigarette and like jumped up and like started like kissing like French kissing me like immediately and like the smoke was like going in my mouth I could like taste it and I was like no no anyway 
that didn't work out. But I didn't really ghost him just to be, like, an asshole. I just didn't feel like hanging out. And then and then I just... I didn't really feel, feel like hanging out with anybody for a couple of weeks, at least. Um, but then, you know, after it's been, like, a couple of weeks since you called someone, you kind of feel like, uh, what is there to talk about? And then you just don't call. So... If you ever get ghosted, don't take it personally. It could just be that somebody didn't feel like talking to anybody. And then after a while, they felt like, well, what would I call for? It's like awkward now. But anyway. Then there was this other one. So the, the other one I actually had sex with last night. And it was pretty fun, actually. Uh, I... I never did it before, but I did, like, a tiny bit of Molly. Just, like, a teeny tiny bit. He said he didn't even feel it. But I, I felt really relaxed. So I think I... I think it was... I mean, it was, like, a tiny bit because I was a little nervous that I might, like, be up all night or something. And I don't know. I was able to fall asleep after. and Maybe it was nothing. I don't know. But I felt very relaxed. Anyway, it was a good... Um, it was a good session, I would say. This person really likes to kiss, and um, I'm not, like, huge on kissing, if you don't know the truth. Just because, like, a lot of people, guys, a lot of people do not know how to kiss, and a lot of people have bad breath. Um, but anyway, so, this guy, he likes kissing, and, you know, his breath is good, so I kiss him, but I'm not, like, it's not, like, my thing usually, but... This time, um, I kind of got more into it. Probably it was the Molly. But, um, but yeah, it was good. Kissing can be good, you know. Kissing cranks it up a notch. Like, obviously, there's more intimacy when you're kissing. As long as the person doesn't have, like, disgusting breath and you're trying to fake it. Oh, do you guys want to know, like, what happened in the session last night? This, this is the third time that we've been together. And it was definitely, like, the most intimacy. Okay, what happened? Let's see. You want me to kiss and tell here? I'll tell you guys. There's nothing special. There's, no, there's nothing, like, ironic here. Um, he ate my pussy for a long time. It was quite a while. And, uh, and then I guess we started to, or no, I probably started blowing him. Yeah, that happened. And then I was doing that. I was pretty into it. But then, you know, he got kind of excited and wanted to fuck. So, so I don't know. We, we, we had sex for a while. It was a couple of hours. So most positions, um, <laughs> what can I say? most positions. So there's something good that I'd like to talk about. And this is brought by um, someone who wrote to me. And thank you so much. This person said that they have a problem. And the problem is frustration and lack of satisfaction um, on multiple fronts because of some restrictions in his relationship now what is the restriction obviously there's a lot of restrictions in relationships uh, so what's the restriction that he's facing well his partner sees masturbation as a form of cheating and 
does not want him to masturbate or watch porn because they see it as um, a betrayal, lack of loyalty, form of cheating, and essentially a slippery slope um, to dissatisfaction with her sexually in the relationship. And obviously he's really frustrated, so he listens to my podcast. So we're going to help this guy our fan and our friend out by talking about this. Okay, so this is not some something novel or new. Some people do see um, porn and masturbation as negative and as a form of cheating. As you know, like most like dogmatic and strict religions, really, really, really shun any form of masturbation, and they. They call it a sin, and it's, you know, been horribly frowned upon for ages and ages and ages. Now, why? Obviously, it's not a sin. Nothing natural about your body or anything about it is a sin. This is personal, and if something feels good, then it feels good. I might scratch my head for a while or like massage my temples because it feels good oh I might massage my clit because it feels good whatever doesn't really matter this body's mine and anything about it that feels good is a gift from God and that's that so masturbation itself when it's attacked historically through like churches and stuff is again to control people if you have something that's making you feel good or you have an escape then you're one step farther from ultimate and total control. Masturbation's super personal. So that's why it is at odds with control because it's so personal that it would exclude the third party that is attempting to wield control. Whether that be an individual, like wife, girlfriend, husband, whatever, or parents, or an entire church. Now, down to the personal part. Okay, our friend here sounds like his girlfriend needs a lot of control and is insecure, right? Um, I mean, yeah, obviously, okay, is insecure and feels like threatened Um, Not just by other people, but by him simply having pleleasure. Now, am I being naive about what masturbation is? Oh, it's simple pleasure. I mean, sometimes you need that. You guys all know my philosophy is that when you're an adult, and I don't mean like 18. I mean like a real fucking adult over 30, okay? But you can be getting there at whatever degree you are of it. When you're an adult and you have really seen and experienced life and you're working hard, you know, you're working and you're you're giving up and you're sacrificing and you're making compromises or whatever, you need a way to relieve your tensions. If something makes you feel good, you got to go for it. If something makes you feel excited, you're going to have it. You know, by the time you get to a certain age, I feel like, People get to this point where if they don't just go for what they need, they end up imploding. You know, they end up self-destructing. There's a negative effect that it has, an anxiety, definitely. And that anxiety, like, chips away 
at who you are as a person makes you weaker and weaker and weaker. It makes you like yourself less and less and less. That's what anxiety does. It makes you actually like yourself less and less and less. So you can't be, you can't fully thrive. So anyway, you don't want to have anxiety. And part of, you know, what masturbation is, it's a way to reduce some of your anxiety on the spot. There's also chemical reactions in masturbation. If you have a lot of testosterone going, you may feel more like masturbating. If you feel very tense, it's also related to, could be related to testosterone, which are hormones that you're going to release a lot if you, if you orgasm. So, um, so there are actually health benefits to masturbation. Now, for people who don't think it's healthy, well, yeah, like if, if you just masturbate all day long and you do nothing else, then it's probably not healthy. But there's probably some other issue going on if you're masturbating all day long and doing something else. That's actually to help you release, you know, that would be, there was a time when I masturbated all day long and did nothing else. I did a little bit else, but I did masturbate all day long, like six, seven times a day and often just in a long row. And, um, and yeah, I was like going through a lot. So the masturbation was like just a, it was, I actually had too much testosterone and I was like really sexually fired up and I thought masturbation was a healthy alternative to just being like a flagrant fucking whore in the street. It's good. So your partner, though, it just sounds like a really uncomfortable relationship just because, I mean, that much control, like, you can't even, like, masturbate. You can't even touch yourself. It, that's a bit suffocating, just smothering and suffocating. There must be baggage there, like, was their ex always masturbating or do are they, like, so influenced by what's proper that there's no outlet for you to be a natural person. Now, how do you want to handle this? Because it doesn't feel good to like sneak around and it doesn't feel good to, to be denied. And by the way, I think it's pretty funny that you'd be sneaking around with your own hand. <laughs> what are you doing in the bathroom, honey? Um, I'm just, uh, and meanwhile, like your hand is trying to run away from your dick and like wash itself off and hide back in your pocket. <laughs> Trapped in the closet with my hand. So anyway, how should our friend handle this? I'm definitely no relationship expert, but I can only say what I would do. And I would not be in a relationship with somebody who's so uptight that they wouldn't let me masturbate. Some people are threatened by porn, but I think telling someone they can't masturbate is just pretty extreme. So that's not a relationship that I would be in. Now, let's say there were other reasons why I really wanted to be in the relationship. Like maybe this person, not only did I love this person, but it was, there were all kinds of things tied to it. My family expectations and oh, financial security, kids possibly, other things, right? I think if you have to have a relationship with this person and it's not an option like leaving them, <laughs> then um, I think it, it's like you have to put your foot down because this is your life. And the older you get, the harder it is to not 
not fulfill yourself. So I think that you would have to have a real talk with your partner about why masturbation is healthy and about your sexual needs. Like, are your sexual needs even fulfilled by your partner in the first place? Doesn't sound like it. Most men, especially younger men, masturbate in the morning, like, every single day. So they can, like, focus throughout the rest of the day. So I, I see nothing wrong with that whatsoever. And I think that you should just have a sit-down chat with your partner and say, like, I'm a human being. Explain that underneath, like, all of your charm and chivalry, you're just an animal. And as an animal, you've got to release um, some of the chemicals that accumulate in your groin region. And maybe she can participate. If she doesn't want to participate, right, like, she has to be okay with you watching porn. And you could say, like, you know, I won't, I won't overdo it or I won't, you know, whatever. But, um, but you have to let her know that you have a right as a human being to, to masturbate and feel physically satisfied because you cannot go about your day. You can't be a good partner. You can't be good at work. Um, you can't be good to yourself. Period. Is this a crazy thing to say that you can't be good to yourself if you don't masturbate? No, I don't think so. If you feel like you need to master, like things we need to do, eat good food, get some sunshine, exercise, have sexual satisfaction, or sec have our sexual needs met. Which brings me to my next topic. Okay. So... I was sitting here the last couple months and I was feeling like, you know, I really want more sex. I just need my needs met. I don't need the whole shebang. I have dates, you know, but I can't, I'm not going to be up on top of somebody all the time. Um, and sometimes I just, you know, need my needs. I need a release. I need more, right? So <laughs> I bought myself a gift I'm not one, I'm not like a big one for toys, but this is not a toy. This is no toy, guys. What I bought myself, speaking of masturbation, is no toy. So what I've purchased for myself here is, so what I bought myself is basically a sex machine. It's like a machine gun, like it's kind of shaped like a machine gun, like an AK-47 or some like um, really advanced shooting machine rifle sort of thing, um, automatic, semi-automatic rifle kind of thing. Um, and basically it like pivots up, so it, it like pivots, you can position it in like different positions, like pointing it like at different angles, like do you want it at a 45 degree angle or, or whatever, whatever angle you want it at. So you get on your knees, you bend over, you put like, they give you like six or seven different attachments for it. So you put the attachment like dildo or whatever on the end, the one you want. And then you just like bend over or get in the position that's comfortable. And then it has a dial, a rotary dial for speed. So you can, you know, make it go slower or faster and um, and it just, it's a thruster. It's the High Smith Amazing Power High Smith Automatic Sex 
machine. That's what I got. The Highsmith Automatic Amazing Power Sex Machine. Mm-hmm. I think it's really helpful. I think it was worth worth the 100 bucks that it cost. I got it on Amazon. Um, and it came with, like, some cool stuff. It came with, I told you, like, six different attachments. So, let's see, what are the attachments? Um, the attachments are, like, okay, there's a 10-inch black cock, which that's the one. At first, I tried a bunch of different ones, but then I, I settled on that one by the end, and that's the one that I've been coming with. Um, they sent that, but then they also sent, like, like a 7-inch straight one. And like a, like a, a, like another seven inch curved one, and then they sent like a six inch. They sent like a slimmer one. They sent a rabbit one, so you can put one in the in each hole. And then they sent like this thing. It's like a a flashlight, but it looks like a bottle. Um, so they sent all that for a hundred bucks on Amazon and um and it's pretty good I basically have to like push it up against something because once I'm like on it I'm gonna start like backing up into it and stuff and so I have to like back it into the wall so it doesn't like fall over whatever is gonna happen but um but yeah, it's good. I, I really don't go fast with it because I don't think that's necessary because it doesn't change like how much pressure there is. It only changes the speed. So the pressure is created. I mean, the thrust is pretty good. Um, and then like you can make more pressure by obviously backing up on it the way you would a real penis. Um, so if, if you like you know, push against it as it's pushing against you, you're going to increase the pressure as much as you want. Basically, it's not about the speed. So I really haven't gone past like the second speed. I don't think it needs to be faster than that. Because I personally like sex to be like slower, like you have to have the rhythm. You have to have a rhythm. If you don't have the rhythm, it doesn't matter how fast you're going. You don't have the rhythm. So you should just slow down and get the rhythm and then and then you know what to do. It's not about going fast unless someone's coming and they just want you to like hit it hard and fast because they're there. That's the only time in, that it should be fast in my opinion. It doesn't mean it's like slower than molasses. It just means it's not like rabbity. You don't need to be a rabbit or a dog. I swear some people like shake their ass like they're a dog when they fuck. It's kind of weird but I get it. I get it. You know, so I'm pretty good. Like I got my machine. And so I tried it out a few times. As I said, I started, I started with like, um, the medium ones, the medium dildos. After I got used to those, I tried the, the big one and the big one doesn't even need to go all the way in. You know, it's about like, you know, I don't know. I haven't come like just from using it. So basically what I've done is I get on it and I get it everything how I want, the speed and everything as I mentioned. And then I basically was like watching a video at the same time on my phone. And so, you know, I was watching a nasty porno 
on my phone and uh, watching the part that, you know, just clicks like some little fantasy. Like you just see one thing, like one angle or like one thing. And that image suddenly clicks with like one fantasy that you have. And like meanwhile, I've been like rubbing my clit and the thing is like thrusting in me and I'm backing up on it. And then you see that one image and that fantasy lights for just like a second and boom. And it was interesting because like, because what would happen is I'm rubbing my clit, I'm watching the porn, and then boom, in my mind, I have this moment. And then I'm like coming, I guess it's like clitoral, but at the same time, I could feel like the thrusting giving me some incredible satisfaction suddenly at the same time as well. So I don't know exactly how it's working, but that method has worked for me the three times that I've used it since I got it. Yeah, and I'm glad to have something work because normally, like, I just have to, can just, like, watch a movie or think about something and, like, hump something or, like, rub it. And I could have, um, like, a clitoral orgasm by doing that, but I tend to see, like, find that clitoral orgasms are not as satisfying. So as soon as I have one, like, I usually want to have another one. But this, like, I could do it that way and then I'd be one time and I'd be satisfied. I need to, like, go back to it, like, 10 minutes later or 30 minutes later or whatever. So, pretty happy with my Highsmith Amazing Power Automatic Sex Machine. Mm. Regarding fantasy. So, fantasy, and back to the part, like, where the this person's partner is um, prohibiting him from having masturbation and fantasy. Um... So people who are afraid of masturbation, people who are afraid of porn, um, these people, I think, are limited by fear of various things, not just this. Because there's, like, the argument, I've mentioned this before on the podcast, that watching porn promotes domestic violence, it promotes sexual violence, um, it promotes um, sexism and, and chauvinism and blah, 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 blah. Um, that basically, if you watch these things, you'll want to imitate them. And it's possible that somebody would want to, you know, so that somebody would be, like, mentally unwell. But a person who's not mentally unwell is able to engage in fantasy. It goes back again to what I was saying about being an adult and working hard. Like, there comes a point where you're not fucking playing around anymore. Who's paying your bills? Who's walking in your shoes? You. Life is real, y'all. Life is real. And without imagination, you won't survive. Fantasy, whether it be sexual or it be like a daydream, whatever it is, um, visualizing things that arouse you is actually extremely healthy for your brain your body so when I masturbate I actually like the moment that actually gives me the orgasm and it's just a fleeting thing one little fucking thought that just like sparks at the right time and boom it's often some of the most horrible things you can imagine various forms of domination or exploitation and they're complex fantasies that I'll have going in that moment 
And it's just a fantasy. I don't feel guilty about it whatsoever because there's no way in hell that I'm actually going to go out and do those things in real life or participate. And I'm not even like watching something happening. It's just it's just something that's like fantasy on screen as well. And then I take it to the next level of fantasy in my mind. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. That helped me achieve the results that I was looking to, to achieve. And those results were as simple as... Um, helping me to relax and go about my day-to-day business as an adult successfully without too much anxiety and tension inside my body. That's my right as a human being. Thank you for listening to Millennial Sex True Stories Podcast. I'm your host, the Professor Double X, and I look forward to our next romp in the bedroom. Good night.